very warm welcome to all my listeners who have tuned in to listen to another episode of Insider's Talk with New Entrepreneurial Journey. So let's dive in. I have with me Dr. Anshu Jalora, Founder and Managing Director and Ms. Vijayata Soni, Co-Founder and CEO of Skytip, a leading company that leverages technologies such as big data, AI and machine learning to develop automated dynamic price optimization systems, which we'll be talking in detail in the coming up segment. So uh, welcome to Insider's Talk and it's great to have you uh, with us where you can share your story of how you reached to Skyative and how you scale Skyative to a level that it is right now. So with our first segment, before we speak about Skyative, let's go deeper into your background so that we understand how Skyter was born. So if you could share with our listeners, you know, your background or uh, I would put it as pre skyative life, that would be great. Uh, thanks, Veronica. Um, hi, I'm Vijeta Soni and I'm the uh, co-founder of Skyter Solutions. Um, before before we talk about how did how did Scientive come into existence, I would like to you know uh, bring to our listeners notice is that um, we often go to conferences and seminars and we get uh, a lot of questions around what does the name mean right What does the name mean How do you pronounce it right So uh, so. The term sciative is pronounced as sciative and not as skiative or seative or skiative, right? Uh, it is a combination of two words, science and creativity. So it is sciative. And what we believe in is that science, um, if it is just remaining in books, so the theories, the models, the frameworks, which get researched and which get churned out uh, in the books, uh, they are absolutely useless unless they get intelligently and creatively applied to solve the real world problems, the real business problems. So this, this creative application of theories, frameworks and concepts is very critical. And that's where majority of the people make mistakes, uh, where they apply the wrong models, the wrong theories into situations and uh, things break. So at Scienta, we believe that, um, you know, we we are absolutely fascinated by science. We love science, uh, but we also love problems. And we love to solve these problems through science by applied sciences. And uh, we are we are currently solving the problem of pricing for everyone uh, across industries, across retail, across commerce, uh, across, across airlines, travel, right? So, um, we before we started, I mean, with me, uh, a, little, a little bit background about me. Um, I have, I have, uh, I'm an alum of IIM Bangalore. I have done my master's in in human development and consumer sciences from University of Houston. I have close to 14 plus years of experience before we started Scientive, and this experience is mainly in driving, um, driving long and short. Uh, tech projects across multiple industries, uh, starting from education to oil and gas to retail, manufacturing, um, even consulting companies. So driving tech and making tech products, designing tech products, making it adopt in the companies is something that my forte is. I will hand over to Dr. Anshu, who will talk about what he does. Thank you, Vijayta. I am Dr. Anshu Jalura, 
as Vijita mentioned, Saitev is about applying science in the creative way. So I bring the science component to Saitev. I am a scientist at heart. Uh, I graduated with my bachelor's from IIT Delhi. Thereafter, I went to the US to get my doctorate degree in the area of price optimization sciences and spent about 10 years working across multiple different industries with Fortune 500 companies. Spent about 10 years doing that uh, and got great hands-on experiences in the emerging challenges in doing right pricing and then what kind of solutions and systems and scientific models work best. So got that knowledge back to India and along with uh, Vijeta, we co-founded Saitiv to help Indian companies price right every single time. So in short, that's my background. And Veronica, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. Oh, it's, it's the same here. So that's, that's an interesting background that both of you have. And I'm pretty sure that adds on to a lot of experiences and, you know, which has helped Saitiv achieve. So I always believe, you know, there is a trigger that happens in a journey when you when you have a massive shift in your life. Now, that could be personal or professional, depending upon uh, what you have chosen. So like for me, I was on a break and the trigger that my dad came out of his retirement and started working because he got bored. And I was like, OK, when he can do it, why can't I? So I started looking out for opportunities and I moved from my normal a computer background to something where I could, you know, somehow manage my family as well as do something in my life. So I'm pretty sure there would have been a trigger where you, where you would be working, where you thought that, you know, okay, uh, let's start something of our own. So there are two parts to this. See, we work in an area which is very specialized, which is an area of uh, scientific pricing. Now, scientific pricing, it's not a commonly studied subject. It's not very common topics in majority of the universities around the world. And there are a handful of people who've actually done PhD in this area. And I was actually very fortunate that when I was working in my graduate studies, I came across a seminar talk by one professor from MIT. And he talked about how scientific pricing has completely changed the airline industry and how this is going to change the way companies work in the future. And the the way the mathematical models are created here, the way it impacts customer behavior, the way it actually impacts the lives of people. That's something that really inspired me. And just after that one session, I completely changed my direction of studies. Earlier, I was working on supply chain problems. I just overnight, I changed from concentrating on supply chain to solving pricing problems in multiple different industries. And so that's part number one. Second, how, why did we think about having our own startup? Well, this was the idea since the very uh, beginning that we want to do something of our own. And when we realized that there is a huge gap in the Indian ecosystem where majority of the companies are spending great amount of energies in building data lakes, data warehouses, setting up teams of data scientists and all. However, they are not really able to add value to their organizations through these not so structured intermittent inputs. And uh, that's where we notice a huge gap and opportunity for us to bring our expertise and knowledge and really make a huge lasting impact in the Indian ecosystem. And starting from Indian ecosystems, uh, taking our learnings to global enterprises is what we are now working on. And uh, that's how the whole thing got started. Wow, that's quite interesting. So one seminar 
made you think about what you are doing, which slowly led to Sayatil? That's absolutely right. It was just one seminar. The seminar was conducted by Dr. Andy Boyd. And Mm -hmm. uh, later on, I actually got a chance to work with Dr. Andy Boyd himself. So uh, it's Mm -hmm. been a very fascinating journey. Quite indeed. I mean, it's uh, like, I think uh, with what I've understood, if you keep your ears and eyes open, you never know when that opportunity might just knock on your door in in any form. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there are like signs everywhere. I mean, it's right. just that you have to have that patience and time to think about and keep your eyes and ears open on what really interests you and what is the problem which is going on around you and just try to solve that problem and things happen. So it is, it is, it is a very fascinating story. Just one seminar can change your life. True, true, very <laughs> true. I think I'm going to make the tagline uh, for this episode for that. So uh, once once you created Sciative, uh, uh, like you know how how were you able to how were you able to create that buzz that you know you are in the market with the the solution and giving out the solution to e-commerce regarding their pricing, right? So as Dr. Anshu mentioned, uh, this problem of pricing is not like a new problem since ages. Um, you know, people have been doing business and how to price the products um, has been a uh, has been a lever which which ensures sustainability, revenue, growth, and profitability of any organization. Then, what should the price be of your product or the service that you're offering? Off late, given the technology developments which have started to happen, the scale at which businesses are growing, the scale at which the product portfolios are growing. Pricing has become increasingly difficult. So if there is a retailer which is having uh, maybe, you know, 85,000 products, different types of products, human capabilities will not be able to price in, a, in, a, in, a, in the most appropriate manner or in the most accurate manner uh, for every, every of those, every single SKU, right? You need automation. The market around you is changing. The competition around you is changing. So how can how can one keep a track of all of these multiple parameters and and have that right pricing approach at every single time for every single customer and every single transaction? That is that is becoming that that is becoming increasingly important. Um, and given the pricing field and its complexity, the science behind it is really complex. Um, not many people can be you know, taking charge of this complex science. So we leverage this complexity of science. We leverage technology to bring in to the industry solutions, which are so easy to adopt. And anybody, even with a 10th, I mean, somebody who is not even a 10th grade pass out can just execute the solution into his organization and can start doing artificial intelligence based pricing, a very knowledgeable pricing to his or her products. Right. So that simplicity of pricing is something that we we saw that there is a gap and we tried to fill that gap through our um, solutions and the products that we have created. All the early adopters, so people who have been, um, you know, uh, gaming for adopting new technologies, new science, uh, new ways of doing work have become our clients 
And these early adopters are real big organization, great brand names in India and outside. So when they adopt to our technology, they have started to see results um, in terms of you know, having growth numbers grow from 18% to even 30% in some cases. So and that is huge when we look at the massiveness of the organization. So 30% growth is a huge number. Mm-hmm. So when your products start working in these companies automatically, the other people, the other brands, the other organizations, uh, which were not as early adopters as the previous ones, they start getting attracted to. That's how we were able to create a, a massive market for Sciative's products uh, in retail, in travel, in entertainment. Mm-hmm. Did you face any kind of a challenge? Because the, uh, I mean, uh, these are the industries which have a way of working, right? And you are you are bringing in automation when it comes to pricing. So, did you find any challenges to convince them to you know, uh, you know, just use your product and see the change that you can bring in in terms of their growth? See, the, with any transformation that you want to do, it doesn't happen so easily. We can't just go and tell a company that hey, until yesterday you were doing things in certain way. We have a new solution, start, you know, start using our solutions. And especially when it comes to automation, the, the fear of the unknown is very strong. For example, like if someone is told, if someone has driven car all by himself or herself manually for last 20 years, and now you tell the person that, hey, start using driverless automated car, the person will not be so, <laughs> com- feel so comfortable day one. Okay, so and the automation is has that similar feel for people where you're now saying that, hey, you were running your business, now, now let machines run your business. Uh, now, in order for us to bring this transformation, we need to go with numbers and we also need to make sure that we are working with the with our organizations that have the right mindset and aptitude for automation. So a lot of our initial effort got spent in identifying which are those organizations that actually have an aptitude and an attitude towards adopting new technologies, which are the companies which will be open and eager to try out automation and will be willing to give control of their business to machines. And when we had successes created with these early adopters, then Acquiring next wave of customers became far more easier because we had successes demonstrated by our solutions. And those successes were in huge numbers. As Vajita mentioned, 30%. That's a very normal lift that our solution delivers for our clients. And then once we have solutions, then subsequent customer acquisitions becomes far more easier. But the initial identification of the right customers to be to work with that in our mind was the most challenging part and that's something that we uh, concentrated our initial days on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's interesting so uh, since we are still on initial days of uh, site so I'm pretty sure you would have your aha moments but if you could remember your very first aha moment when it came to site there have actually been multiple moments for us uh, would request Vijeta (laughs) <laughs> well uh, one of the one of the biggest aha moment for us was uh, uh, we we launched our solutions in the bus industry space in 2019 and uh, 
the very first automation that we did where we got certain bus tickets sold <laughs> by prices which were done automatically by our system and the first weekly report that we saw after that where we delivered 20% improvement in revenues with uh, uh, that was like one huge aha moment for us <laughs> but as i said like uh, we work in multiple different industries we work with clients in right. multiple different domains so every big success for us is a aha moment uh, <laughs> for example there are there are for for so so I mean as as i have said earlier we make we, we make intelligent machines which act exactly like humans and they are able to price uh, the products or the services that they are configured for so uh, the most interesting moment and kind of a aha moment where i really felt that even the client feels that the machine is a living machine is when on the call one of the clients actually called up and told me that uh, that vijayata can you please tell your model to do this and when i started to th- think about it i mean just imagine i mean somebody is actually personifying that model that can you tell i mean as if the model can speak the model can hear things right so can yeah. you please ask your model to do this can you please ask your model to do this right so that made me feel so happy that you know they 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 respect the fact that something some machine some thinking machine is working on them right which is which was amazing so that 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 was a great aha moment that it is not just us but it is also our clients who are believing in the same uh, product that we have created that's awesome that's really awesome in our journey we have won many prestigious awards and every award definitely is a big aha moment for us right. but i think one one of the awards that stood out is the one that we got from mr narayan murthy himself uh, when we got awarded as the level next startup in year 2019 uh, i mean getting recognition from uh, from such a person was a was a great a ha moment for us i think the first time when we came on cnbc tv 18 that was a ha moment for us um, uh, as vijita mentioned so many client stories there was one client who had a team of people who were all doing manual work they after adopting our solution this client changed their entire team instead of working on pricing made them work on digital marketing and customer care and had his team actually Uh, request their eventual clients to do video blogging and stuff and that was a huge aha moment for us that now the client trusts us to such an extent that they have repurposed the job roles of their existing people uh, so yeah all of these add up to uh, further boost our confidence and uh, motivates us further true true and i wish you many more aha moments for the future and more awards and client uh, testimonials and this is this is actually quite amazing what you've shared with us when it comes to ahar now um since we are on sciative right and sciative is something like i think like vijayta said that you know people are personifying it and saying it like you know can you tell the model to do this particular <laughs> thing and request so let's let's uh, talk about sciative if you can share uh, with our listeners you know what is the specialization technologies that you're using and the different services that sciative has to offer so at the core of our uh, service offerings we create software as a solution services for doing automated artificial intelligence powered dynamic pricing i mean the easiest way to understand what we do is uh, most people have used taxis like ola uber 
Now, Ola, Uber, they're constantly changing the prices of their taxis. So uh, that basically, uh, that, that, that whole activity of changing the prices is dynamic pricing. Now, we have created these artificial intelligent machines who d- does dynamic pricing in multiple different industries. For example, we do dynamic pricing in retail, e-commerce, hospitality, travel. Within travel, we like for example, if you look at the bus industry, more than 30% of the luxury bus segment in India, the dynamic pricing of tickets is being done by us. Now we're getting into airline industry where some of the leading airlines, not just in India, but around the world will start using our dynamic pricing system. Uh, we are present in television industry. We are one of the largest television networks in the world for pricing of their advertisement slots. They use our technology solution. Uh, we work with many prestigious brands and uh, retail organizations, uh, brands in the consumer good space. We help them apply artificial intelligence in their businesses to optimize pricing and promotions and marketing spends for those uh, consumer brands. So that's in nutshell what we do. We use uh, at the core of every single solution is our artificial intelligence tag that has completely been developed by our amazing team from scratch. Like we've not used any pre-built solution and uh, all the work that we see has been uh, as I said earlier, it's been done from scratch by our team and created a technology stack that now is winning multiple awards around the globe. That's quite interesting. So um, uh, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of products as well in the market. So how how do you put Sciative, like, you know, uh, what is the USP of Sciative that differentiates it uh, from the different competitors that you have in the market right now? So dynamic pricing, there are, there are, products and in fact even if humans right if if so basically dynamic pricing is a concept means that if you keep changing your prices based on some sensible factors like change in demand and supply um, change of competitors price or any other factor um, that concept is dynamic pricing okay there are many companies that provide some sort of automated dynamic pricing solutions which are based on certain rules right so if it is so if i'm in the restaurant industry saturdays and sundays possibly might be a high you know maybe a high velocity uh, 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 day for me so i will charge 12 percent extra right so depending on certain conditions or certain rules if that rule becomes true, then increase the price. If that rule becomes false, then reduce the price by X percentage. So these are called as rule-based pricing solutions. And there are many players uh, which are there in the market which does who do that. However, the edge of difference that we are bringing in into the industry is the artificial intelligence, wherein the humans have to not put any rules. Like, for example, there was no rule related to COVID. Nobody had ever seen that before, right? It is an unprecedented, um, you know, activity which happened in the market, which disrupted the market completely. So if there was any rule-based system, they failed in the market because that rule was never created, okay? So what we do is we create rule, rule-less solutions, which means we create machines, 
which are learning machines, which learn the patterns of the market on an ongoing basis, on a constant basis with high amount of data points, right? And they are constantly gathering these data points and they start thinking and behaving like humans, okay? And these machines have this artificial intelligence, uh, this maturity to start taking decisions on behalf of a human. So exactly how a human would uh, price his or her product or service, instead of a human doing it, the machine starts doing it. Okay, That is the core difference that we have gotten to the industry. And in India, there is not even a single company in the dynamic pricing sector, which is doing 100% AI-based solution. Majority of the players globally right, are into the business of rule-based dynamic pricing. Another difference that Sciative brings in is that um, even these dynamic pricing companies, they are specific to a particular industry. There might be some dynamic pricing companies which are specific only to retail. There, there might be some dynamic pricing solution which might only be specific to a travel company, right? Or one to for the entertainment. So they are only specializing in one industry. At Sayatu, what we are saying is that we are, so pricing is common, right? Pricing of solutions are common. So we cut across, we are industry agnostic. When we build our machines, when we build our algorithms, they are industry and region agnostic. So whether you are in retail, whether you're in travel, right? With very small configurational changes, the same solutions can be applied. So we have three different products, one product for the retail, the other product for e-commerce, which is a part of retail, which is called as Brio. And uh, uh, we have a travel product called as VH.AI. We have entertainment product called as Pulse. Um, and we are coming up with other products as well. So with very small differences, uh, with very small changes in our core stacks, we are able to generate products across different industries. And this kind of, um, uh, what do you say, uh, microservices architecture that we have built in, right? Uh, makes us this edge apart from any other dynamic pricing player. So we are not, we are, we are industry agnostic. We are region agnostic and uh, we are agnostic to any condition. So we don't put any kind of conditions at all, right? We have all machines taking and creating their own knowledge and they're acting like humans and our clients also talk about it, you know? tell your model to do this. I mean, of course, we will tell it. It's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. So uh, like you mentioned just now about Brio, right? So Brio has helped uh, leading e-commerce brands in the country to transform their pricing strategies and uh, to energize their online revenue. So how was Sciative uh, able to achieve that? So see, in a retail setup, there are multiple factors that play a role. And the 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 online retail setup where the majority of the brands are looking at creating their futures, especially all the direct-to-consumer brands, they are looking at set, uh, great business potential for themselves. The, this is a fairly fast and dynamic uh, platform where they are competing with multiple brands together. Now, in, in a setup like this, there are three things that become very important. One is velocity. How fast can they respond to changes in customer behavior and changes in market and competition behavior? So velocity is very important. Second piece is variety. Can my artificial intelligence 
algorithm identify new opportunities of creating business value for them and some things that they have not even tried earlier for example some of our clients have started using personalized pricing and personalized coupons for every individual customer separately But depending upon how engaged or how mature a customer that they are engaging with uh, or the location of the customer the cost to serve that customer if the artificial intelligence model identifies that we need to treat this customer differently then it will give its own recommendation so first factor was velocity second is variety and third is value in so many of our engagement we actually do our engagement also on the value that we have created for the brand or the company that we are working with so even our compensation our fixed our fees these are not uh, fixed fees we'll say that okay we'll deliver value to you and you pay me a portion of that value and that is what is really working well because uh, when cus- companies are looking at aggressively growing they want to make sure that all their investments are creating the right sets of capabilities and taking them in the right direction and our 3v approach of velocity variety and value that really uh, helps us get an edge in the market but um, uh, like you said right now with since we are talking on e-commerce um, with this uh, pandemic everything went online and there was a boom in the e-commerce industry i feel uh, because everything nobody was physically going anywhere anything was that was bought was through online services so any kind of so what kind of big changes and challenges did you face uh, when it came to retail because like you have already mentioned that price optimization is one of the crucial problems or gaps in the industry so how was uh, how what changes and challenges did site face during this time covid pandemic created some new opportunities for us see now what is happening because of the pandemic uh, situation is the the simplistic year over year patterns of customer behavior were not repeating anymore the paying capacities of customers changed their preferences for brands or unbranded products changed the platform where they want to buy items changed therefore the co- companies were now in a situation where they needed help in terms of identifying what products to sell how many quantities of products they should pl- plan to bring into their uh, inventory systems what are what kind of pricing and promotions do they need to do so this the the because the market behavior changed completely it was kind of like a reset button that got pressed now when this reset button is pressed everybody is now dealing with unknowns now a brand or a retailer doesn't know what to expect in the from the customers here because our solution was a self learning system it automatically reads how customers behaviors are changing how competition behavior is changing and uh, those created new opportunities for us so uh i mean i won't call that as a challenge yes every challenge brings with it its own opportunities and we feel we benefited more from the opportunities that got created in the in the process that's interesting so uh brands or the clients that that you already have had inside were already i think uh, you can could you say that they were almost like well prepared during this time because they were already using your product absolutely and uh, the companies that we were working with they actually uh, even like the companies that were op- operating in brick and mortar retail with a uh, with omni channel presence also covering their mobile websites and uh, digital sales 
not only they grew heavily in their online businesses but even their store businesses grew much 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 faster than the rest of the industry so mm-hmm. certainly those uh, companies that were working with us from the earlier days itself they they got bigger share of the benefit because they were well, very well prepared right right so um, how site is taking this pandemic as an opportunity to bring in the pricing revolution in india see there is a greater emphasis on automation there is a greater emphasis on you applying data driven insights um, and now companies they want to make sure that they are investing their energies in areas where they are strong at so for example brands or retailers they are far more strong in their own merchandise planning their own resource planning deciding what products to sell what will be the future of any specific trends or technology so they, they want to focus on that this entire number crunching piece where complicated data science models need to be applied they are far more comfortable giving those sorts of works to machines and that is the transformation that we are uh, helping our clients go through uh, over this post pandemic period right so uh, like you mentioned right automation has become one of the key uh, ingredients when it comes to uh, pricing so there is a shift in the mindset also as well because of the pandemic which has helped yeah. in uh, many ways so how do you see yourself uh, you know because i'm pretty sure with the mindset shift there are uh, like you know you would be looking forward for 21 22 based on your growth plans and business goals so if you can share that with our listeners see we have seen some some amazing growth for our organization even during this last pandemic last one year which has been so badly hit by pandemic i mean prior to pandemic our team size was hardly some 20 people right now we have uh, about 40 people in our team and uh, we continue to see growth we are Uh, earlier it used to take maybe four or five meetings with us to close new accounts now account closures are happening in one or two meetings itself so certainly the wind is in our favor and uh, we hope to accelerate even faster now some of the new industries that we want to uh, uh, get into as previously we mentioned that in case of travel we will be entering into the airline travel as well because dynamic pricing uh, can be further transformed drastically in the airline industry because we know that uh, you know the travel industry especially in airlines there is a there is a huge bleed of revenue which is happening so so airlines bleed a lot of revenue because of incorrect pricing and sometimes even manual pricing decisions so uh, so creating vr specifically for the airlines is something that we are working on and towards uh, the uh, the later part of this year airline product will be uh, will be put into the ma- market uh, and you might be able to buy tickets at uh, at favorable prices at good prices at right prices uh, which are priced by sightive another industry that we will be getting into will be the cinemas um, the cinema product is something which is already created um just before the pandemic we were testing our product with one of the largest cinema chains in india um and uh, uh, very soon we will reinitiate our product into the market uh, for the cinema industry 
so uh, you know our listeners can actually go buy tickets in the cinema halls have wonderful experience can do group bookings using great prices and great promotions so not every time you'll have to pay 300 or 400 rupees for every seat sometimes there will be days when you can just buy a seat for maybe you know 70 bucks 100 bucks and you can have some you know wonderful uh, time with your friends and family so uh, disrupting the cinema industry through right prices bringing in more people to explore the cinema experience more frequently uh, is something that, that 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 we are aiming at and we're going to we're going to make that happen very soon that's actually interesting like you know you are hitting the two targets where you know, post pandemic <laughs> people are going to look forward to one is travel <laughs> and the other other is cinema Because Absolutely. I think everybody is tired of watching it on their screen in their home. I know, it's just too small now. We have yes. to theaters. Yes, that's, that's... with friends now. You know, people want to hang out with friends. They want to have some stuff. Uh, you know, great times and memories created with friends. And there are so little avenues available. And cinemas is a wonderful uh, outing activity for group groups of friends. So uh, true. You, do hope that we we are able to bring people back to cinema theaters and in increasing numbers so that like that, that's certainly your big on our cards i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that will happen very soon now uh, like we are already on the growth and like you spoke right because of the pandemic and change in the mindset there was also there's also an increase in the team size because of the opportunities and the new client additions that is happening uh, with sayatel so let's move on to our uh, next segment where we talk about the employment so uh, because you have faced the corporate world and now you are in the startup so what change in mindset have you seen or experienced when it came to hiring in these two different worlds um change in mindset when we are hiring for corporate and when we are hiring for in fact i mean um so even when we were hiring at least in my, my case i can talk about uh, uh even when we were hiring for as part of a corporate team uh, or when i'm hiring here at sitev um i always focus on people who have more performance driven mindset right i always tell people that you know uh, you can find folks with two types of mindset one is the learning mindset and the other is performance mindset uh, people who have learning mindset are the ones who who come to an organization only to learn right they want to get involved in multiple things they want to get involved in different types of projects uh, different initiatives but only with the reason of his or her learning right whether that project becomes successful or not successful is not the main intent then the second breed of people are people who are performance mindset people who want to make sure that they get involved in different types of projects but they enter into the project to make it successful they will do every single thing to make sure that whether it is their learning their team collaboration um uh, going over and beyond uh, for making that project successful is 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 in forefront uh, compared to anything else so that performance mindset people are the ones who every organization should look for learning is very important but in performance mindset folks 
learning becomes a byproduct. So once you had delivered a brilliantly successful product or a brilliantly successful project or a task, your learning, of course, is much better, much, much better than, than, a, than, than just a learning-driven person, right? So you have, you have seen success. You have seen what works. You see what, what did not work. And then you changed your plan. You changed your methods. And then you made it work. So that learning is brilliant, right? So that performance-driven mindset is something that uh, we always look at. And I have always been looking at that performance mindset, even in my corporate role and now at Saito. So this is how we build our team. And we are very selective um, mm-hmm. when we bring people into our company. So uh, like you said, you're extremely selective. So what are exactly you're looking forward? Uh, I mean, what kind of traits or what kind of a thing that you're looking forward to in a, a person that you want to hire into Saito? So performance mindset is something that we look at the person who never gives up uh, who wants to deliver successfully okay second is um, great values in the person so at Scientive, we believe in five values uh, one is customer success any organization whether it is a product organization or a service organization they exist because of their customers Right. Ensuring that customers is successful, the customer is not just satisfied, but customer feels successful when he or she is using your service, he or she is using your product is something that we believe in. And that's our first value. Second is honesty and integrity. Right. We need people who have um, who are honest, who are transparent, who are upfront. If something is wrong, they say it's wrong. Something is right, they, they claim that it's right. right. So that honesty is important. That integrity of human, human being is a very important. Uh, third is respect. The person should not just respect, um, uh, you know, what he or she brings to the table, but also respects the other team members. So collaboration comes with respect and um, co- co- I mean, and and coherence between the team members. So respecting uh, your own work, respecting yourself, respecting the other person in your team, and respecting that other person's work as well is very critical. Uh, fourth value is uh, quest for excellence. Um, we we look for people who are not just satisfied in doing good work. We look for people who 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 look into excellent work, right? Um, so so they don't they don't stop at good work. They 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 work towards excellence, right? So um, so so these so these are the values which we look at. And of course, as I said, teamwork is very critical. Teamwork is something that we believe in, and we would continue to believe because one person cannot be successful himself i mean if you have to be successful together with your team that's when things work right so teamwork is extremely important so this is what we are and this is what we believe in and this is these are some other traits that we look at uh, when we are hiring people of course skills are there uh, skills can also be built i mean nobody I learns ai uh, when they are in the college nobody learns pricing when they are in the college in indian systems we there are there are no specific courses which can train you for these things right you learn you of course learn but if you have these core foundational principles which are in the right order right um, mm-hmm. you will of course grow you will of course be successful you will be great team member to any organization True, because like you said, right, learning is something I think it is evolving because even if, especially if you're in technology, 
technology is evolving at a very rapid pace and you see an upgrades and updates happening every now and then so the mindset of learning has to be there irrespective of what experience level you are at correct you have to learn and you have to perform correct correct truly agree with that so uh, now with the pandemic everybody is working at home right and it's become a completely isolated area where you are sitting at your own desk and working there are no tea breaks or coffee breaks with your peers where you can just sit and gossip or you know talk anything irrelevant to just take your mind off work for mm. uh, some time so how are you managing uh, that with your employees right now to make sure that you know their morale is up their mindset is on a on at a performance level because obviously it does become like after a point of time initially i am pretty sure everybody would be excited that yeah we are working from home and all that but over a period of time there might be some kind of a fatigue that comes in when you start working alone so how are you managing that with your company no absolutely true i totally understand and i agree with what you are saying and this is what even our team members uh, say um about work from home <laughs> so we we started our work from home from march 2020 and uh, until july 2021 we were all working from home only full 100% work from home and that's when um towards february this year february 2021 um our team members started to talk about that please open up the offices now <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i know but uh, but in a very sorry condition the second wave came in and uh, but as soon as the second wave um, started to fade away we then opened up our offices in a partial manner um and uh, from uh, from 2nd of august we uh, uh, we are having a hybrid model right where a mm-hmm. uh, few days uh, we work from office and that's where the real brainstorming new creative ideas new product developments and those thought processes come in and uh, um, and then there is work from home so 3 to 4 days people work from office and remaining days they are working from home um that's how it happens but yes work from home um, initially in march 2020 when suddenly this happened um uh, we 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 knew that because see uh, veronica we are in the travel industry we see how people travel right and so we have a huge amount of data on how india is traveling right. before the pandemic uh, before the lockdowns actually came in we through data we started to see a very bizarre pattern in which people were traveling right so we there was a huge shift from big cities uh, there was a movement which was happening from big cities to smaller towns and smaller villages people were traveling indians started to travel on a huge amount right uh, mm. so people were paying like 3000 rupees 3 and a half thousand rupees for a 900 ticket ke liye they were paying 3000 some rupees to travel from a big city to a smaller town or a smaller village and while coming back those vehicles were empty which means nobody mm-hmm. was ready to come from a smaller town to a larger city so india was shifting india was moving and we that time knew that something is going to happen right um so what we did was even before the government of india um, levied the lockdowns um one week before that we did a major drill on um, if something like that happens right if something mm-hmm. major happens 
uh, how will we work so we trained our people so we did drills we trained our people we trained our uh, uh, you know our systems in a way that you know we should be able to um, effectively work from home right and one week before we we society went to work from home and the world went to work from home after that after a week right so we were one of the first ones to start work from home that's the power of data i would say that's the power of data and you start reading and you start seeing the stories of data when it speaks right so uh, we did that and uh, work from home was a very challenging thing it was uh, communications uh, uh, and you know google meet actually happened later zoom was something that we were working with earlier mm-hmm. and even zoom was not as effective because even these companies were not they did not create their solutions for uh, uh, for for online working right and so their solutions also evolved uh, so towards july august uh, these these solutions evolved but before that it was very difficult but when when these google meets and zooms and all those things started to work out well systems came in place um and we were able to seamlessly work together mm-hmm. um but there were there were these teething issues it was a massive shift the humanity shifted sure. right so uh, that was tedious but some days we enjoyed um we tried to keep the engagement and motivation of people strong uh, by mm-hmm. doing people employee engagement activities um we uh, you know uh, there was one there was one net, netflix series which was going on called as uh, money heist right so oh did, yes <laughs> oh yes i was addicted to that yes yeah so we 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 did multiple activities on money heist and because we knew that one thread which is connecting us all together in the company was money heist and we we did multiple engagement mm-hmm. activities around that and so all of those happened work happened we mm-hmm. we had to grow our company so while keeping our people motivated when there is so much of depression outside then it was a little tedious but uh, still it happened it worked out pretty well and we were able as anshu said we were we showed growth in this pandemic time as well uh, but then july we were like now it's done let's start working <laughs> let's start seeing each other um, and yeah it's it's been it's been lovely since then um, we we are we are we are now getting much better used to the we are able to enjoy the work from office and able to understand the value of it <laughs> because right would, right i think i think that's that's one thing which many people would be you know understanding the value of actually going to office and uh, working over there rather than sitting at home because they always say the grass is greener on the other side so when we were working continuously in the office it was like oh my can i have work from home option and now that we have we are waiting for the offices to open where we can go and work true absolutely lovely so um let's let's get on with our last segment where we just uh, talk something light and uh, fun so Uh, once you uh, turn into entrepreneur there is always a favorite aspect which you really love about being an entrepreneur so for you what is it i can talk about myself is um and i would like anshu to speak what what he loves the most what i love the most is um listening to our customers right and the agility in which a startup works so um so when you're working in a large corporate organization or even a mid-sized organization the um 
somewhere the agility of making changes in the products and systems is lost okay um, but what i really love about working in startup and having your own uh, uh, startup is that you can listen to the customers because customers give a lot of information about what they want what problems they are facing when you listen to these problems you are able to implement and make your solutions more powerful right so uh, that agility of taking decisions faster um, bringing enhancements in products and solutions at this rapid velocity is what i love um, so this is something which 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 is very different than what um, what used to happen in my previous avatars right so this is this is this is what i really love about being part of the startup and i would if if it was if it was me i mean whatever we how much ever we grow maybe like you know 1000 people in next few years we would still love to maintain this agility that we have the love for listening to customers the love for understanding their problems and giving solutions for that problem is something that we would always continue to love we would want to maintain that culture within the company great so dr anshu any anything different for you Which you love Actually, about being an entrepreneur. Uh, Vijay, I surprise it really well. Same goes for me as well. Making impact uh, in the work of our customers, our businesses, and uh, constantly interacting with customers, understanding what problems they have, the the flexibility to plan out. what areas we want to concentrate on where should we be diverting our energies uh, and how do we create a kind of a tsunami through our services to make a big change happen creating that a whole new set of organization that goes along with you to uh, bring that tsunami into the market is something that's uh, really exhilarating and that's what we love about it at least that goes for me Oh, that's great! You're quite in sync, I would say, both of you, when it comes to entrepreneurship, and that's great partnership as well, I guess. So, um, like you know, uh, because startups come with their own challenges, and it's your own baby. You face a lot of challenges over a period of time, and uh, with those challenges, at times it comes where uh, you know you become uh, either you go blank or uh, you're just too worked out. that you can't think anymore so in these times you need to take a break and you know just detach yourself so how do you do that to maintain to make sure that you rejuvenate and then attack the challenge again see uh, <laughs> see i think that's what happens when you're working in a job where you tell your boss that hey i have been working non stop so many days please give me a week vacation i don't think we have taken a week long vacation for a long time i i I've even like for me work is enjoyment work yeah, is fun yeah we enjoy the work and i don't feel yeah. work is burden at all for me work is a break i don't mm-hmm. know <laughs> <laughs> so is uh-huh. no, we, we have uh, this is what we we enjoy doing um so mm-hmm. starting sitel was I mean, of course, there are challenges that come, and we we have we are very cognizant of the fact that there will be challenges, but they need to be overcome. Uh, taking a taking a break after the challenge is done 
max to max what to I mean what we do is we go have fun with our we take our team outside we go for outing we go for long treks outside mm-hmm. with along with our team right and um, yeah that that region awaits our us but us as founders we have not uh, i mean it's a very interesting question <laughs> <laughs> um we have not and neither have we felt this need that you know mm-hmm. let's take a break from this society and then do something you know so that 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 has never clicked our mind that never has appeared to us but yeah taking break going out uh, along with family friends normally that so we happens do celebrations we do a lot sure. of celebrations a lot of celebrations, celebrations. Mm-hmm. we take our team for outings we go and uh have some fun games together we'll go to i magicas or we'll go and have uh day long activities somewhere outside so outdoor activities is something we very actively do watch movies together go to restaurants have fun mm. uh, that's all uh, yeah so we do find out moments for celebrations and we do make sure that we spending good energies in celebrations because uh, celebrations are an important part and uh, we we love to involve our team members in the celebrations and yeah i think that recharges us that recharges <laughs> us yeah no that's definitely i agree with you that you know any any kind of an achievement be it no matter how small or big it is but it should come with a celebration because it it gives you that sense that you know that you have finished something that you were you had started true true absolutely absolutely that's, that's great so um my last thing that you know i would like for you guys to share for our listeners would be you know any any kind of uh, advice or uh, learnings that you want to share with our aspiring entrepreneurs which they need to keep in mind while they are starting the journey uh, um see many times i've seen that uh, young students because i mentor a lot of young students in different campuses they want to be entrepreneurs they want to start up their own company because startup in india is now i mean it's 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 a great thing i mean people should should create their startups because um it's a very interesting journey but i have seen that there are many young uh, aspiring entrepreneurs who put themselves in lot of pressure ki um, you know two of my other iit in friends they have already started it i have still not started i'm still doing a job and this and that but i want to start what should i start in this so i mean my advice to them would be that um take it easy right uh, don't have to pressurize entrepreneurship is not like searching for a job it's very different than that uh, it's about keeping your eyes and ears open doing a lot of experience in the way that you know sometimes i mean to for some people it might require years to get that click uh, that okay here is a problem which for which there is no solution or which there is a or for which we have a suboptimal solution in the market and let me and i have all the skills i have the knowledge i have a team i have, you know some conducive environment will get created and you will be able to initiate your startup but until that time don't pressurize yourself but just keep your eyes and ears open look out for an object uh, opportunity and it will happen it will knock your door but don't pressurize and don't be so impatient that um, starting a startup you 
start something which you are not very passionately involved in right you're not very passionate for um uh, once you start your startup it's like you're having a baby you know you cannot yeah. you cannot just have a baby just because other people are having a baby right you need right. to really be prepared to become a mother you have to be prepared to become a parent um to nurture that baby and make it grow really big and you know uh, very well so i would say have patience and to the budding entrepreneurs have patience it will happen it will click and if somebody wants to know like how it feels to you know have a baby go to someone who's already had a baby try you know taking care of the baby for few days so that you know what kind of challenges you are likely to face so uh, those people who are still not decided there uh, are ifies whether i should take up entrepreneurial route or not go and work with an entrepreneur go and work in a startup find out how startup life is it's actually very different it's not uh, your friends will probably work in 9 to 6 job with some mnc's drawing fixed salaries and right. uh, having that work life balance uh, equation just understand like go and find out how it's not how 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 different entrepreneurial route is uh, what is the definition of work? what is the definition of life in that scenario and uh, be be prepared for that as you try to venture on your own journey yeah that's that's true i mean uh, like they say right homework is extremely important before you get into uh, anything because even when i i when i speak to youngsters or when i engage with them they think that you know okay i have an idea i can do it they are not looking for what kind of an execution they want to do or how yeah. they want to strategize it and they think that it has to be instant in the sense if i started today in another 3 months i should get some profits <laughs> huge profits and make it big into the industry right i think like like vijayta said time is something that they need to give themselves before right. they understand what they want to do and what the passion and is and sometimes some people will not require a long time i mean i took 14 years i mean it's, it's both dr anshu and i we are four marwadis we come from business families right um doing business was something that we were 100% sure of that you need to have your own startup we were 100% sure of that hmm. uh, but it took us uh, some time to understand that what idea will really click what is a scalable idea which mm-hmm. can grow big and uh, which can give revenues right i mean True. see startup i mean businesses are there to make profits businesses are there to grow businesses are, are there to make money so will your idea make money and does the society or is the is the society ready to absorb that idea Hmm. at that point of time uh, is something that people need to be more careful of and and uh, cognizant of before before starting off that is very important that's true and everybody has their own journey so mm-hmm. and it's different for everyone it is different exactly it is different every parenting is different correct right? so it's exactly correct. like that truly agree so on that note uh, thank you vijayta and dr anshu for sharing these insights with us and i'm pretty sure our listeners would have got a very good idea on how how to be an entrepreneur with a right mindset and know where their idea is and how to monetize it so again thank you for your valuable time and uh, sharing your thoughts on insider stock thank you thanks a lot veronica for this opportunity it was a pleasure to speak with you
it was pleasure speaking with you today with Veronica and all the best for your uh, venture as well So that's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the interview and had some valuable lessons to take in with you and the stories inspired you and you found it interesting. I would be coming with more new stories in the coming week. Every week, every Monday, you will get to hear from me from a new entrepreneur, their stories about their brands, about their insights on employment and few tips and tricks to get into entrepreneurship. Stay tuned. Stay safe and enjoy your life.